0: guys, welcome back to the podcast and if you're new here, welcome to the podcast for the first time. I appreciate you coming in and I hope everyone's having a great night. It is Thursday night and it is in July and it is very hot down here in the south. Alabama is so hot and um, if you're up in the north um, and it is cool where you're at, you are so very lucky right now, yeah. But um, anyway, I'm going to start with this with, um, first of all, if you're in any type of trouble in any way, please hang this podcast up. Please don't listen. Dial 911 if you're in any type of immediate danger. And um, also, I'd like to start with um, giving you the National Domestic Violence Hotline number. I try to do that in every single podcast. When I first started the podcast, uh, I wasn't very savvy. (laughs) Uh, I don't really think I'm a pro and real savvy now, but I know a little bit more now than I did. But here is the hotline number. It is uh, 1-800-799-7233. The National Domestic Violence Hotline number is 1-800-799-7233. Alrighty, um, tonight I wanted to talk about, uh, surviving and getting, getting, kind of like getting through the pain, and that was the very first part, the reason I'm making this podcast tonight is because that was my very first podcast, was getting through the pain, and I don't believe that I really touched base like I should have. Because it was my, like I said, it was my very first podcast. I was very new to this. I really didn't know exactly how to articulate what I really wanted to say to all of you and to the listeners. Um, But I do want to talk about it tonight. And um, what happened for me is, is whenever I got out of the abusive relationship, see, I started an abusive relationship whenever I was 17 years old. And I got pregnant at 17 and had a baby. And at 18 years old, a month after I had my daughter, um, well, it wasn't exactly a month, but I would say three months after I had my little girl, I got married to my abuser. And, of course, it was just a fairy tale deal. I was so in love, and he was 24. I was 18. When we met, I was 17, he was 24 at the time, but he was older, and I thought, oh gosh, you know, he's older, he's sophisticated, he knows more than I know, and when you're young and very gullible and impressionable at that age, you know, a young girl just falls in love and just wants to be loved, you know, by the very first guy she gets with, and that was my, you know, that was the case for me, and so... After um I dealt with that abusive relationship that lasted almost four years and almost caused me death, I I was like numb after leaving because I had I had escaped the day that I left him. I didn't just leave, it was an escape. I escaped the domestic violence relationship and got free and After that happened, I say I did not have custody of my daughter. I had lost, um, my mother had temporary custody because of the situation I was living in. She didn't want my daughter to be a part of that, and I'm very grateful and thankful for her every day for that. So she did. She took temporary custody of my daughter, and after that, uh, I would say about probably not even two or three months I met a man I was I had turned I was 19 years old at the time and I was I had met a 35 year old man and he was in drugs he did crystal meth and he worked he worked as a electrician and drove a vehicle and so i got involved in drug abuse and so it really wasn't an everyday drug addiction it was just a weekend drug usage for social you know social drug uh use is what it was and so i didn't ever steal or none of that for drugs none of that kind of thing and i i wasn't on the street or none of that i, I was with someone that um held a job, actually, and that, but that was the recreational use was meth and ice and um, cocaine and stuff like that, and I, I experienced this dark side of life after I had just experienced one dark side of life, like a dark relationship, and I would nearly have to compare it to hell on earth. Um that type of relationship, you know, I had I had just all of a sudden dipped into another type of darkness. And the drug addict, the drug abuse that I was doing to myself was numbing the pain from the from the bad dark relationship, see. And so I wasn't. I was carefree, and I was not worried, and I didn't have to worry about not having my daughter because I was numbing the pain from all of the pain that I had just went through. I was numbing it with drugs. I was numbing the fact that at the time I wasn't. I didn't have my daughter uh, in my life really. I mean, not full time. So I was going through this, and instead of coming out of that abusive relationship. And getting involved in um, some type of uh, counseling, you know, and getting help like the proper type of help, I was using drugs. And so, as soon as that relationship ended, you know, years later, about six years later, I wound up marrying this guy, and he was a he was emotionally abusive. Um, he wasn't very kind he always he always acted as if he was better than me and you know he knew more than i knew and he kind of belittled me in a lot of ways and so um after that i got involved with a much older gentleman and got back into another toxic relationship and this one really wasn't a love relationship this was one of convenience because at the time I was I had but I had lost my grandmother uh, right right after this the, the drug addicted relationship ended I had lost my grandmother and found her deceased and she was my only best friend I was living with her at the time and I had just got out of a another type of toxic relationship that wasn't good I was dating a guy and it was not a good relationship and so I was just going through the motions so during the time I come out of the first real bad abusive relationship I had got involved in another abusive relationship that um, I had an eating disorder, and I was, I did, you know, doing drugs and doing the wrong things, and then got into the third real bad toxic relationship. Well, I dated a toxic uh, relationship that was toxic, and then I got involved in another toxic relationship. So, and and during that time, I, I was I was homeless at the time before I got with the third one that I married, and so I had went through so many turmoils. I mean, so much trauma had happened in my life so all of the traumatic experiences from the time I was 17 up until the time I was 28 and then got back into another toxic relationship at 28 and got remarried on in my 30s so I had just lived so much toxicity up until the age I became disabled back when I was 35 that's when the toxic relationships all ended So, I would say from the time I was 17 up until I was 35, I was involved in toxic relationships. Um, And, you know, domestic violence, basically. uh, They were all in a form of domestic violence. So, getting through the pain was not an easy task for me. I didn't do it the right way. I never got um, counseling. I never went through any type of um you know psychiatry or anything that I should have went through at the time, and so that was sort of like the dark horse this was these are things that I went through through my life that you know carried me through a lot of bad, bad situations and honestly, I look back at that time and I wonder now, and while I'm sitting here talking to y'all i wonder how i even made it through seriously i wonder how i even survived and i wonder how i'm even alive today to even talk about all this but um getting through pain is something i've never been good at (laughs) obviously you know telling you all what happened uh, it's it's something that you just you really need support you need people loving people around you and it's always good to have a positive um reinforcements. Like people that are positive, never keep people that are negative uh around your life because negativity can really bring you down and it can push you back into a dark place. And for me, that's basically what I what I dealt with my entire life and so was just places where it was just dark and dreadful, and you know a lot of people don't understand what I dealt with and what I went through, you know. And I I, I can't look back on things and say, oh, I wish it would have never happened, because you know I have my daughter now and I have my two granddaughters, and so sometimes you go through things in life, and good things come out of darkness, light comes out of darkness. Uh, Sometimes. So, that being said, you know, I just try to stay positive, and I try to keep positive energy floating around me at all times. And you know, getting getting self care, getting to love who you are, because I think maybe once I turn 40 and 41 years old, I, I think that maybe now I'm starting to see the real me. You know, for years I didn't even know who I was because My identity was lost within all of the abuse. You know, I was I was kind of dealing with an identity crisis for a long time because I had lost the person through throughout the trauma. You know, when I was in the first domestic violence relationship, you know, I was just I was beaten down and uh, so physically and so emotionally that I even forgot who I was as a person. You know, I was such a sweet, sweet girl and. I was so innocent. I can remember being so innocent and not really knowing what was going to happen, you know. And, uh, you know, if I could go back and tell my young self now, I would have said, hey, run. Get out of this, you know. Run for the hills. You've got to get out of this abusive relationship, you know. But um, a lot of that was due to being scared of him. He had me so scared that... You know, and he threatened me so much, you know, and threatened my family. And when you're in a situation like that, you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, you know. So, but getting through the pain is not, not an easy thing to do. And still to this day, you know, I do suffer from PTSD and it's a work in progress. You know, some days are better than others. Sometimes I struggle. And, but I always try to keep a positive, with thinking about things i try to keep uh you know of course i'm a christian and i believe in god and i believe in you know stuff like that and sometimes you know i just have to give my problems to my savior and i pray about things you know and that keeps me grounded and that keeps my you know the pain from not not coming at me you know I've, I've let go of a lot of pain, and forgiveness is a big thing, you know. Looking back on it, I never thought in a million years that I would ever forgive somebody for what they've done to me, and that takes a lot, a lot of prayer, and a lot of time, and a lot of, uh, I would say, growing up, and it's not an easy thing to forgive somebody especially after they've done horrific things to you. And I would say this, um, you can forgive someone, but you don't have to associate with them or ever be around that person. But in order to release pain from your heart and your body... Sometimes it's it's a good thing to try to use that technique. Now, I'm not saying to all of you out there that are survivors or even victims to forgive anyone for doing any wrongdoings to you, because I'm not trying to say that. That This is just what I have had to do about in my journey, you know, and it, it worked for me, but what worked for me might not work for you. But just keep aware of the fact that you've got to stay positive and um get get around things that make you feel good you know some people meditate some people um, do yoga some people listen to podcasts that relaxes them music will also help you um if it's just a very light you know things that are very calming to the soul but um yeah getting through the pain is something that you kind of have to take baby steps, and then one day, you'll look you'll look back on things, and you'll just be like, okay, I dealt with that, you know, here's another stepping stone. It just takes time, and it takes um, patience, and it just, you know, just one, one, one day at a time, one minute at a time, because, you know, some people say, well, okay, let's do this, and, you know, let's blah, 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 sometimes you can't just move forward like a week or two ahead you can't do that in life anyways you got to take baby steps and sometimes you got to do it just a little bit at a time and just know that things will get better and things will look up trust me but look in the mirror every day and say i'm beautiful i'm worth it and i'm going to get through this pain and i'm going to get through this day and everything's going to be all right and positivity and light is going to be my main goal for today and I'm going to have a wonderful day and nothing is going to bother me. And just keep that keep that positivity and that mindset because it's always great to be that way. And just know that everybody that's listening, that I appreciate you all for your support. And I love you dearly. And I will talk to you on the next podcast, guys. And uh, we'll see you later. Or, well, talk to you later. Bye. Mm-hmm.